0: Uh, she has been coaching for seven years. I don't know what it is. The last few coaches have been, you know, started in 2015. So I guess I am just finding coaches around that uh, that time. Um, she is. I love the name of her of her team. It's the Fit and Balance Tribe. Together we rise. Love that. She's a three time elite, a two time premier, an eight star diamond coach. And 85 months in Success Club. I swear, we had to look it up together. 85 months. I'm very excited to bring on. And she's from Encinitas, California, which is south of Los Angeles. And you guys give it up for Kelly Burnham. Hi, Kelly. Hi. <laughs> we looked it up together.
1: Yes. I. Sandy was laughing at me because she's like, you don't know how to find this? <laughs> and." That is not my strength, you guys, <laughs> and my teammates know that.
0: Well, we found it in the back office under Success Club Recognition, but congratulations. You've had a very, very strong career, seven years in the business. Um, tell us a little bit about how you started and where you're at now.
1: Yeah, I. it's crazy that it's been seven years. Um, I feel like it was just yesterday, but at the same time, a long time ago when I signed up to coach. And I always love hearing when people start because our stories especially when you hear how they started, it's not the same. So when I started coaching, I was a mom of two under two. I had my second C-section and I was very skeptical of home workouts. I was a collegiate athlete. I played soccer at the University of Washington, played sports my whole life. I had ran half marathons and a marathon the year prior. um, And I was just, I had this ego, like I am not going to be doing these home workouts. But I'll never forget when I was sitting at home on my living room couch and one of my teammates, one of my friends from college was sharing about her workouts, her 21 day challenge she was running. At the time, 21 day fix and Shakeology, that's what I signed up with. And to believe it or not, I got results, right? Like you get results if you follow the program and you do the work. But I, you guys had no idea the other impact I would have on myself. For all of those that are moms out there, you know the postpartum is hard. And I remember sitting there going, how will I ever feel like myself again? Not just physically, but making time for me and having energy and being able to pour into my family and my friends, my husband, and being the best friend that I could be to others. And I just kind of felt depleted until I completed that program. And so after the 21 days and I felt like excited, I was empowered, um, I got results. And my coach was like, all right, Kelly, that's great. I'm so glad that you're enjoying this. Do you wanna coach? And I said, no, I am not gonna coach, that's not for me. I was on my maternity leave. At the time I was in pharmaceutical sales and I wanted to just soak that time up with my babies. And I didn't have time to coach. I didn't have time to show up on social media because I wasn't that person that was on social media that much at the time, besides sharing the highlight reels. Um, and so I said no. And then, but she did, I have to say, she did plant the seed. So I kind of in the back of my mind was like, maybe, but no, no, I can't do that. And within the last or two weeks prior, following that, I had friends, I had family members. I had my mom being like, what are you doing? You have this energy. You have this newfound, like one, you're, you got results and you're looking great. What are you doing? And I was still like, Oh, I'm just doing these home workouts. It's great. It's fun. And when my mom wanted to sign up, I was like okay you know what maybe i'll do that post maybe i'll put it out there just do one post and that's it and i remember telling my husband like i'm not going to be that person that posts on social media i'm not going to do this for long i just want to share and let other women know what i'm doing and so i did that first post i ripped the band-aid off and as you guys know that first post is always the scariest at least in my opinion but once i did that first post I had friends. I had different people from out of the woodworks, right? Because I put it on social media that were like, all right, I want to join. Tell me more. And people were way more supportive than I could have imagined. And there was something about helping other women and bringing them into my community, doing our fit clubs together. I wasn't doing them on my own. I was tagging along with my coach. Um, But I still just, I had so much fun with that. So Fast forward five months later, and this is kind of when I had an aha moment with coaching. I was always a good retailer. I was hitting Success Club. Um, I think I was hitting consecutively, maybe Success Club six or 10, sometimes more. Um, And I just had this high energy around inviting to the fitness and our community. And this aha moment happened when I was back to work and my kids were at home with our nanny, and I was driving around. And those of you who are or have been in outside sales, it is very tedious. But that's the job I had, right? And I thought that was going to be my career forever. Um, but I was driving around. That's when I would listen to the podcast. I would listen to the National Wake Up Calls, um, different trainings on YouTube, and I don't know who it was, and I believe it was a National Wake Up Call, and the woman said, think long term. Do do not, you know, do this, not necessarily for what you need now, but what you need for your future, your family's future, or where you want to go. And it hit me like, wow, I, you know, I like what I'm doing, but I also don't have that same passion and purpose that I thought I would in this job, in this career. It was exactly that. It was a job. And I loved working. I loved earning an income and providing for our family, but I just had this like, well, not as passionate about what I'm doing. And I started envisioning of what my day, what, how I wanted my mornings to look like. And I kind of laugh at this because one of my visions was I wanted to have unrushed mornings. <laughs> I'm a mom of four. There's no such thing as unrushed mornings. And this is as quiet as my house will ever be this time of day. Um because they're out of the house right now, but I laugh at that, but that was really what I envisioned was to have unrushed mornings. And then I, my team knows this, but my vision was I wanted to have the ability to walk my son and I can get emotional um, because I wanted to walk into kindergarten. And, whew, um, and I thought, you know, I would be rushing out of the house, driving my car and seeing these other moms walking their kids. And I'm like, okay, my kid's not that age yet, but how will I be able to go to a meeting in Orange County, which is an hour away, or a travel, and do all that when I'm trying to be that present mom? Okay. Woo! Okay. Um, but you guys, you, you moms may feel me, and you may love your job, and that is great. Keep doing that. You can still do coaching at the same time. But for me, I just had this aha moment of, all right, if I want to build this bigger, if I want more time freedom, which is really what I wanted more than anything, financial freedom, if I wanted to have slower moving mornings and walk my son and now to be my four kids to school, I knew I needed to change something. And that was, I needed to get past the fears of talking about the business. My upline leader, Christina Delgado, she would always tell us that our compensation plan, it it does survive with retail sales and you can have such joy in helping others and doing that part. But our compensation thrives when you grow a team. And I didn't know what I was doing. I wasn't someone who had this big team underneath me at the time. I was probably a shaky diamond at that time. My husband was my Emerald coach. And I had another coach who was signing up, her friend and I think a neighbor on Shakeology, but she was not working the business. I didn't have anyone else that I had locked arms with that were ready to run with me. But I knew that if I wanted to have that vision, I needed to grow a team. And to have a larger impact where we're not just helping the people that I can help, but help more people, I knew that that's what I had to do. I had to get past my fears and had to share about the opportunity. And so I'm kind of going into what's next. And Sandy, I'll kind of go into um, how that happened and what, because Sandy was asking me, she was like, okay, Kelly, what did you do? That was different then, or the same with recruiting coaches that you do the same today. And I have to say that, you know, then I started announcing it on social media, right? I put it out there that I was not just fitness and doing challenge groups and running these groups, but I was building a business. And even though I was working full time and I was a busy mom, I wanted people to see what it was like. Coaching and I would share any accolade that I have, even though I wasn't that coach that was a top coach, right? I was a shaky diamond. And but I would share like anything that we got in the mail from our team for helping people. Um, I would share about any success that any of my challenges were having and how that felt. I would talk about the vision of where I wanted to be and how coaching could be the vehicle to help me reduce my hours at work that would help me, you know, have more time freedom with my kids. Cause one day I'm going to make that possible. And so I always say it's so much easier, you guys, when you can talk to the other people that are you. So I would go, I'm not talking to strangers. I'm talking to the other Kellys out there. I'm talking to the mom who wants more fulfillment. I'm talking to that woman who craves something more than just the day-to-day mundane life that they might be in, whether they're a stay-at-home mom or they're a working mom or that in-between. I just knew I needed to get past my fears. And so a lot of times, you guys, what I would do too is I would set myself and say, okay, every week I need to talk about coaching. And I would look at my phone and my feed and go, and I would evaluate. I would kind of do like a gut check and inventory check of when's the last time I posted about coaching. And I would try to. It was almost like every Sunday. That was when our team, um, what we were kind of told to do, was the Sunday scary. So talk about what you're looking forward to about coaching and how you're excited to start the new week. Even though I was still working, you guys, but I would still talk about how you know what, I'm excited because tomorrow I get to start my new group. I get to surround myself with positive and like-minded women and. So I would make sure I talked about the business opportunity. And one thing that I'm still doing today, and things have changed, right? We have stories, we have reels, and it can feel a little overwhelming, but it's such a blessing that we have all these different ways to reach out to people. But I don't want you to forget the biggest impact is having that personal connection. You can do the posts, you can do the stories, you can do the polls, but if you are not in the DMs, and if you are not making that personal connection with your challengers, I was always told, and I'm a tr- like, true believer in this, is that your rock star challengers can be your rock star coaches. I would say the majority of my coaches who are working the business started as a challenger, started with Beachbody and fell in love with it. And I, even though most of my coaches actually told me, no, like, Kelly, I can't do what you're doing. I poured belief into them saying, why can't you? All you have to do is talk about what you're doing and why you're loving it, kind of how you're showing up in our group. You are so inspiring and I could help you cultivate or, you know, craft that first post. And so that's really how I still, to this day, try to bring in coaches that I was doing then. I still run sneak peeks, but it looks a little bit different. Um, I, you know, now it's like it's trial and error, you guys. Sometimes it's a Zoom call, right? We'll do a 45 minute call where five of us or three or four of us are talking about the opportunity and sharing our stories. Um, and then sometimes it's a three day coach info group, or even what we do quarterly is a three day coach experience where we're sharing how the activities that we do as a coach. And it's almost like we're telling them. Do this workout, put it on your social media, and we give them example posts of how to do it. So there's not, I wish I could tell you because this is how I always felt back in the day. Um, I wanted someone to say, Kelly, here's the handbook, this is what you do, and then you're gonna have success. You guys, unfortunately, this is not a black and white business because, and that's the beauty of it, in my opinion, is you just keep doing trial and error. You gotta move with the times. If that doesn't work then you know what? You move on. You try something else the next month. Don't stress about it. But you have to keep showing up and you have to keep sharing about the opportunity, especially if you want to grow a team, if you want to build, you know, people that are inspiring and motivating others and helping more people. So I do have um, five questions that will help you develop a post around coaching that I share with my team and I can share with Sandy later, um, the visual that I have, but it's how to share coaching and crafting posts around these five questions. So ask yourself these five questions. Okay. One, why did you become a coach? Two, what has coaching done for you? Three, what do you see coaching doing for your future? Four, what are your favorite parts right now? What are your favorites part, favorite parts about coaching? And then what made you nervous about coaching? And I think you guys, I love sharing that part, like what I was excited about with coaching when I was trying to envision this team and where I wanted to go. But I also like sharing about what scared me, what made me nervous about coaching. Because if I said, hey, I'm a people pleaser. I you know, worry about the opinions of others. I wasn't really posting on social media. But It was worth it because I was able to connect with other people that I wouldn't have connected with. I've built relationships with women that I wouldn't have across the world if I didn't share my journey or my story online. And that's when people would come to me and they would say, all right, you know, that post or that resonated with me, or I was just, if anything, planting seeds within my fans or my followers, okay? And you guys, you don't have to have this massive income or this large team to talk about coaching. Um, My team, I know a lot of my coaches that they at times struggle with this where they feel like, well, I'm not really there yet. I'm not there yet. And I can relate because I was that person too, right? It took me a while to finally get over my fears and start going, okay, I want to grow this. I need to go, hey, let's lock arms. Let's go, let's do this. Um, And I wanted community. I wanted friendship. And you have to think about, maybe what you are struggling with, or maybe, you know, if you were isolated throughout the pandemic or afterwards and motherhood or whatever situation you're in, what has coaching brought you and share that. Let people know people will appreciate where you are right now in this business. So the other part too, that I want to talk about because Sandy was like, Kelly, we need you to share, but how did you get from where you were right as a shaky diamond to becoming an eight star diamond, three-time elite coach. And First of all, you know, to me, I'm like, it's still like, there's times where I'm like, am I, am I really a leader? Oh my gosh. Okay. I guess I am. But I had to lock arms with people and know that I can do this too. And I have weaknesses, but my coaches that I've locked arm with, some of them have strengths that I don't have. And we come together and we work as a team to accomplish those goals. Right. But one tip that I have, and I have three for you, so pay attention, (laughs) Um, show up as the coach you want to recruit and have on your team. My team has heard me say this all the time because it's true. Every day, are you putting forth who you want on your team? Are you showing up as the person that you would want on your team? So, because if you're not, how do you expect to recruit that person? You know, if you have low energy, if you're not even showing up in the team page and posting something or sharing talking about the the business or your community or your challenge groups, you cannot be a silent coach, but you have to show up as the coach that you want to be or who you want to have on your team. So one thing for me, I know I said earlier that I played soccer in college and really my whole life, but I didn't realize it until later on in life when motherhood hit me because I have plenty of friends. I'm an Enneagram 7. Any of those 7s out there? um, We're all over the place, right? We have FOMO. We go from one thing to the next. But one thing that I realized that I truly missed from my college days and growing up was being part of a team being part of something bigger, where we are clapping for one another and rooting for, for each other. And not only that, but working out together, like how freaking fun was Summit when you were surrounded by all these people working out? Or if you went to your super weekend, how great it is to feel that energy. And, you know, that lifts all of us up. So I truly just, I craved that. I craved having a common goal that we can go after. And that meant, though, that I had to kind of own my business right so i had to one run my own accountability groups and you might be in a stage of your business where you're not running your own accountability groups and that is fine i actually tell my new coaches hey i want you to be with me learn the ropes but i want you to learn how you can do this too share You know, this day, why don't you share something inspiring or motivating? I want them to get used to showing up. Or you can ask on your team page or ask a few of other new coaches, hey, does anyone else want to run an accountability group with me this month? I want to take ownership of my business. I have five or, you know, three or five people that I need to add to it. Who wants to do this with me next month? And then I had to start my own team page. That was something that I know a lot of us are like, Oh, I don't know if I could do that. And I didn't feel ready for it to, for it either. Right. Because I didn't feel like the leader. I didn't feel like, well, I don't have anything to say. I'm not that person that is a leader. I look up to my upline leaders who know the business more than me, but I had to get past my fears and just show up as the leader that I wanted to be. And You don't have to do it alone, okay? You can have other coaches that contribute to your team page. And and that's really, honestly, how I look at my team. We might be small (laughs) and we've grown a lot, but we are small but mighty. And it's because that we all know, like, we have each other's back. And so my other tip, too, is how to build community within your team. And you guys, a team, just in case you're sitting there going, well, I don't have a team. Do you have two people underneath you? If you do, you have a team. Okay. if you have three people, four people, you have a team. So just own that and be like, okay, I am a leader. I can do this. I can grow into something larger and bigger. But take baby steps to get you there if your vision is two star, if your vision is five star or whatever it might be. But you have to just own where you are right now and still keep in sight where you want to go. So one thing that I've done to cultivate community is. I want everyone to feel part of the team. I someone comes in and they're a discount coach or they're just here for the community, great, this is awesome. You bring so much to our team. I want you to know that you're part of this team. If you are a business coach and you want this to become something more, even better, great, let's, let's go, let's do this. But I don't know how to mentor my coaches, especially my PS coaches, if I don't know where they see themselves. So one thing that I've done that has helped Is in my new coach email, even if there are, they tell me they're a discount coach, maybe a hobby coach, I will still send them that welcome email. I want them to feel excited and welcome to the team. I knew that I appreciated that when someone welcomed me on the team page and said who I was. And so I try to do the same thing. But what I have is a Google form. It's a questionnaire where you can ask them, hey, I'm so excited that you're part of the team. I just have a few questions so I can get to know you better. And Sometimes you guys are going to be your warm market and you're going to know them really well and you're going to have that conversation on the phone. That was me in the beginning. Now it's going to be more of a questionnaire, but I just attach it to that email. And I even ask questions like, what are you most excited about with coaching? And then what are your biggest fears? Because you know what? When I know that, I can help develop them or mentor them best and know what I need to do. Maybe I need to, maybe they love the recognition part. You know, maybe they're wanting to earn an income and I didn't know that because they told me they were more of a discount hobby coach but they are motivated or excited about earning an income. Like, yes, let's go. I'm gonna help her try to earn that income and help people. So you gotta know where they're at, okay? In order to best mentor them. Um, And then another thing that I do to build community within my team is form Facebook Messenger pods. And it could be on the WhatsApp chat, it could be however you wanna do it, but I've had the most success on Facebook Messenger pods. And really quick, I wanna just make sure you know this, if you have notifications on your phone, turn them off. You will drive yourself absolutely nuts. I'm a mom of four and I've grown this business in different stages of being pregnant and having two kids, three kids, now four kids. And I don't want to be on my phone responding to messages all day long. But I do know that I can set time aside to be like, okay, right now I'm going to check my messengers or my pods and Facebook. And that is exactly what I did. Um, and so depending on where they are with their goals and, you know, what kind of coach they are, I add them to a Facebook pod. And it could be if they're an Emerald coach or they're looking to get to Diamond or maybe they're a Diamond coach looking to grow. So we have different pods depending on what kind of coach you are. We have my, our new coach pods every single month, which is an August new coach pod. Um, but that way we can help pour belief into one another and recognize like, all right, go cheer on Nicole. She just did her first post. You guys go check out her post. And then we clap for one another. And I think that is just huge because they see that there's other women that are part of this community that are on the same page as them. And then tell your teammates, tell them to look online, Um, tell them to, sorry, not look online, tell your teammates to share on the team page. Hey, I don't want to do this alone. I tell my leaders, you have a good podcast that you just listened to and you got inspired. Will you please share that? If someone says something to me individually and they send me a text or a message and I'll say, hey, do you mind sharing that on the team page? I think everyone needs to hear that. I want my other leaders or not even other leaders. I want other coaches on my team contributing to our team. So it's not just me. One, that takes the weight off of you, right? That you don't have to be the one always posting on the team page and always having this huge responsibility, right? You can have other people be adding, you know, other things that are beneficial to the whole entire team. All right. So my last tip, you guys, is you got to look internal. And I know I've talked about this a little bit, but it's so easy. It's so easy to blame the outside sources or blame what's happening around us and we forget about what we need to do to take care of ourselves, not just physically, not just mentally, not just spiritually, but we need to look inside. You know, what are we doing to grow? And we have amazing coaches in the network, more poured into us with Mindset at Summit and Kim Fitzpatrick. And it's one of those things where I personally, I have taken that and been like, okay, I need to make sure that I'm taking care of me more than anything, because if I'm not taking care of my mindset, even though I might be posting on social media, even though I might be sharing here and there, but is my energy there? Am I really gung ho? Am I really, truly, you know, feeling good about the business? Because I can tell you right now, there are plenty of times when you're going to have preferred customer cancellations. You're going to have coaches that you thought were going to post or work the business and they they don't. You're going to have times when you don't hit that goal. And how are you going to overcome that, right? You have to, the only way that you can grow is if, is what you're focused on. And if you're focused on the negatives, that's going to just portray how you are when you're speaking to your audience and how you show up online or how you show up, you know, face to face with people. So one thing that I always tell my team as well, I say, you got to focus on output, not just the outcome, because come on. If you're only focused on the outcome, heck, there'd be plenty of times when I probably should have quit because (laughs) I had people tell me they can't do this anymore, or I had challengers not show up, and maybe they did a, they turned in a return, and I got negative success club numbers. If we focus on that, then yeah, you're going to continue to feel those like uneasy or negative thoughts, right? So you got to focus on your output and. For example, you guys, how many of you have ever had a coach that you really thought was going to lead, and or you really thought was going to be your rock star coach, right? And maybe they quit. I had had three diamonds. My first three years of coach, I think it was on year three, and I was building stride, and I had three diamonds. Stop working the business, and it was one year when I didn't hit premiere, I didn't hit elite, I hadn't even hit elite yet, Um, and I was like, okay, I just lost three diamonds how am I going to get back to this? And I remember sitting there going, what do I like about the business? What's going to bring me joy every day, right? And I had to get back to that. But then I also had to be like, okay, draw a line in the sand, Kelly. I can either fold and go, well, looks like I don't have, people that want to do this with me. I'm, not, I'm a poor leader. People quit on me. They don't want to do this anymore. Or I could have taken the ladder, which is what I did. And I hope you guys do too, which is, you know what? I'm going to come back stronger. I'm going to find those people who do want to lock arms with me, who do want to do this. And I'm going to talk to them. And you guys, the following year after the year, I did not hit premiere. I hadn't hit elite yet. I ended up hitting elite. And it's because I poured into my team and the people who were there, but then I also recruited and got confident of who I was speaking to. And I didn't Let my outcome at that time affect my output. I stayed focused on my vision, on what I wanted and where I wanted to go. So you got to take ownership of your business and you got to make sure that you are showing up as the coach that you
0: want to be. And that's it, Sandy. You know, there's so much to unpack here and I love everything that you're saying. And I just keep thinking how many hats you wear, a mom of four. And by the way, your house is super quiet where are the four are they with your parents <laughs>
1: yes yeah, so it was like not the greatest timing I told Sandy this earlier and she's like we could have recorded this Kelly but my husband is on a business trip he's out of town and my parents luckily live down the street or not down the street they're they're five minutes away um and my kids wanted to do a sleepover with my grand with their grandparents before school started later this week
0: so it ended up working out perfectly that's great that is great. I I keep thinking back to the beginning of uh, this talk today, how you wanted more for your family. You wanted a future. And in order to do that, you had to build a team. I mean, you were retailing at first, and then you knew that you had to grow a team. So I'm going to ask you a question and throw you off before our last question, and that is crickets, okay? A lot of people say they post, and it's crickets. Did that ever happen to you? Did that throw you off? Did that make you quit? Did that make you tweak your approach? I'm just throwing it all out there. But crickets seem to not be biting. Um, What happened when that came up? Yeah, and I still
1: experience experience that. I don't want you guys to look at where I am or go to my Instagram and go, well, she has 20-something thousand followers. She must get people that take her poll. She must get people who are always commenting on her call-to-action posts. And I want to let you in on something. One, followers don't always mean results, okay? It means fans. You want to have fans. You want to have people who you're connecting with. And how does that happen? You have to have connections with them. So I, yes, I've had times when I've done call to action posts or I've done polls because I'm excited about our team's sneak peek or coaching info group. And there are times when, my, my teammates take my poll, right? I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank for take, taking it, right? Who, who does that happen to where you're like, oh, my own teammate took my poll today. Um, but how I looked at it was, okay, who can I reach out to that followed along my stories? Or who liked that post? Who can I send a quick message to and just say, hey, thanks so much for the love of my post. It took me out of my comfort zone to share about how this business has helped me. But I see that you're also a busy mom. Any chance that you would want to get on the call and learn more about what I do as a coach and how I've gotten to where I am, you have to ask. If you don't ask, you'll never know. And I think one thing that we tend to do, and it's just human nature, I think, where you know, if you don't get results, you think you must not be good at it. And you want to throw in the towel or go, well, it's just not my day. And, um, and you can't have that mentality. You have to have the mentality of, all right, you know what? I didn't have anyone take my poll, but I'm going to send out Right now, 20 invites or better yet, I'm gonna make sure that I'm connecting with my people, not just sending an invite. Cause I'm all about make the connection, go to a post that has done well and send messages out to those people who liked your post. And it can just be, thanks for following along. I really appreciate it. How's your summer going? Or are your kids back to school? I see that you have three kids. That's how I look at it instead of going, oh, it was crickets. I guess no one wants to join me. Um, I look at it like, no, I know someone out there. They just need to have that one-on-one personal connection.
0: That's awesome. Um, So superpower, you've been around seven years and you and I talked about this arc in your story on how you started, where you're at now. What have you had to build up in the last seven years um, as a coach?
1: Yeah. So I had, it was funny. I had to ask one of my teammates this too, because I was like, what, what do you think it is? And Um, I have a hard time finding my strengths. Maybe you guys are like that too, right? And I had, and I thought about it for a while and I was like, okay, yeah, I am good at this. All right, yeah, okay. So, but I do think what's been my superpower, what has helped me over the last seven years, and I kind of touched on this a little bit, but it's that I am not placing my expectations on others to get me to where I want to go. I had to take full ownership over my goals. Yes, we have an upline coach, Hopefully you do. It's somewhere up there. Um, you have the trainings here on this page and what corporate gives us, right? But you know what? You got to take ownership over your own goals. You cannot get discouraged when, you know, someone isn't showing up, when a challenger is not having success and blame yourself um, because it's not your fault. And I always go back to thinking, you know, I have two elite leaders on my team um, and I would never take credit for their success. I may have helped them and given them the belief and like been there for them, but they've done it themselves. I have not, I can't say, Oh yeah, I take full credit for them, you know, being these leaders. And it's the same thing, you guys, you cannot take blame when something doesn't happen right. Right. You can't be like, Oh, it's my fault. I'm, you know, I'm at fault for this. So I think you got to focus more on what you want to achieve and you cannot let a bad day or, you know, one month when you miss success club or one month when you drop rank, right? It happens to all of us. Determine your worth because it doesn't. Um, but you have to take ownership of what are your goals? Where do you want to go? Where do you see yourself in a month, in five months, in five years, you know, play the long-term game like I was doing. And one thing that I think helps more than anything is that team, team your team, any team, you know, two people, three people, five, how, however many teammates you have, that builds community. And that helps you feel more confident in doing it together when you can come together and work as a team. And that's really, I think, been our superpower is just, you know, coming together, not letting um, the outside noise affect what we do together.